This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv. You know who you are, and you are beautiful. Uh, thank you very much. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro games episode. Yes, and this week we are reading your responses to uh, our rhythm games, the, uh, the elite, beat, uh, elite Beat Agents and Rhythm Heaven. Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, thanks. Thank you guys for responding very much. Mm-hmm. Um, for as controversial as these were, I was kind of expecting more. Yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> hey, you know, in every life, a little rain must fall. Yeah. Uh, um, if you have any thoughts about the games that are coming up, um, you know, duckbeat.tv slash contact. We've been a little bit light on responses, but we understand people are busy and not everybody has everything to say about, um, you know, things we're uh, playing. I think it's a function of the games more than anything. Yeah. You know, like certain games, like we had like a, like a billion responses for New Vegas because yep. like everyone's played that. <laughs> and these are, as much as these are kind of big within this weird little subgenre, they're still kind of small games. Yeah. And then Day of the Tentacle, like we never get huge responses for adventure games, kind it's of no weird, matter right? what. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just, you know, it seems like maybe that's because maybe it's uh, an age thing. Maybe mm-hmm. people are listening are not from that golden age of adventure games, or mm-hmm. maybe the fact that they are so mechanically similar means that there are fewer things for people to say. Yeah. I think it might be um, the latter, actually. Yeah. Yeah, which is part of why we don't do them that often, because there's only so many times we can talk about bashing inventory shit together. <laughs> um, yeah, but Rhythm Games, I'll go ahead and get us started here with Robert. Uh, Robert says, via contact, the Elite Beat Agents slash Oyuenden uh, and Rhythm Heaven series are easily my favorite games in the genre. All the games in both series have a way of keeping me playing until I've done perfectly on every song and even beyond that, after there's nothing left to unlock. Rock Band may be a fantastic game with great party appeal and thousands of songs, but every single level in any of these games is so fun, so replayable, and feels so good to interact with that it doesn't matter. The chart, and he's talking about the EBA and Rhythm Heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, the charts and added percussion from EBA still comes to mind years later whenever I happen to hear one of the songs featured in the game. The only downside is knowing all the lyrics to YMCA. You were bored knowing those lyrics. Yeah, those lyrics came factory, factory <laughs> preset. Um, yeah. Oh, man responses like that are a little bit heartbreaking given how negative we were on eba i'll just pretend that he was talking about rhythm heaven yeah <laughs> he, um, don't, don't erase him from history <laughs> okay um he, the uh yeah i just said uh, just different different experiences it's interesting though because uh you know maybe the responses there are more of them that uh, people like both games but mm-hmm. in the preliminary discussion and and stuff there are a lot of people who are in camps so uh maybe that is not as much the case maybe as just a small uh subset of our slack it also could be i mean i'm willing to entertain the idea that it's us being negative about it probably galvanized some people oh yeah you know where it's like i don't like this they're like oh yeah the thing you like is bad (laughs) you know i like that thing a lot that you don't like and the thing that you like is in fact uh, not cool um (laughs) i imagine there's probably a little bit of that i didn't mean to do the dumb guy voice for that and there's probably a little bit of that though because it's hard not to you know not things don't exist in a vacuum which we talked about in the deus ex episode and we talked about for the entire season of dark souls 2 on bonfire chat like it is hard not to uh Games don't have honor, but it is hard not to try to balance the scales. Right. It is a relatable impulse. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, so Davide writes in via contact saying, what's up for fireballs? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> what's up? Oh, so, shit. so I love Rhythm Heaven. Like, love Rhythm Heaven. Like, top 10 games ever. Love it. The earlier and later games in the series nail the idea of shrinking what's a video game to its core and creating a whole experience entirely based on the most stripped down concept of action and uh, reaction that's common to most ludic experiences. That was good. That was smart. What Rhythm Heaven did was take that good, smart thing and make it cool. 
Rhythm Heaven's levels use kinesthetics in a very interesting way. They do not seem to worry much about the player input reflecting and looking cool in the game world, but rather uh, worry a lot more about uh, uh, making the movements that the player makes themselves be cool in the physical world. Tapping is fun. Alternating taps and flicks smoothly and rhythmically is cool. Not because the game shows you cool things happening on screen, but because your hand is moving in a cool way in front of the screen. The fact that uh, that it's on the DS makes it even better because your hand is right there in front of your eyes, um, in front of the screen, almost as if it's more important than the screen itself. Huh? Um, it's a game that does, uh, for me, what I feel competitive fighting games do for many others, in that it implicitly breaks the fourth, uh, breaks the fourth walls um, and makes the controllers and my hands an integral part of the game experience, rather than just a mean uh, means to experience it. And the fact that it's done through the stripped-downness of the Rhythm Tengoku series only helps this aspect of it come to the surface more clearly. Um, if this sounds confused, it's because it's a very weird concept to explain, uh, but I hope that you get the gist. I do. Yeah, I totally get the gist. It's, it's, it's similar to when we talked about the drums in uh, Rock Band a little bit, Yeah. in that like what you're actually doing with your hands matters and mirrors what is happening, you know, the effect that you're getting from the game mm-hmm. in a way that is satisfying. Yeah. There's, there's not that level of abstraction, like with, with cutscenes or uh, QTEs at one end, and rhythm heaven at the other where one of them is like you do something cool and something cool happens you know in the song like the song continues versus you do almost nothing and something bombastically amazing happens on the screen <laughs> you know um yeah i totally i totally get that that's that's a well well stated davide yeah really appreciate it um yeah for sure yeah well done <laughs> um brian says by contact elite beat agents has been the topic of much debate on the slack there are two camps those who find the game immensely satisfying on its own merits, and those who agree that the charm is good, but the various mechanics at play do not add up to a greater whole. What's even stranger is that the second camp seemed to love Rhythm Heaven, while the first camp felt more lukewarm about it. What caused such a divide? Please answer this. We just brought this up. Uh, For me, Elite Beat Agents didn't uh, project its notes in a consistent fashion. It's hard enough to explain examples of what I'm talking about, but a simple one to imagine is multiple notes stacked on top of each other that did not consistently translate to the same rhythm. Within one song, this can mean multiple eighth notes or multiple quarter notes right in a row. On the harder songs, it became more of a timing game than a rhythm game, as I was watching the circles and closing on their targets and pressing them when it looked right, regardless how it, how the move felt in correspondence to the beat. It falls in stark contrast to Rhythm Heaven, where the visuals can be too distracting, and sometimes ignoring them entirely is helpful to progressing. Therein lies the cause of the divide, I think. One game is about visuals uh, reflecting off the musical choices, dominating its play, while the other has complementary visuals to illustrate rhythms rather than as a driving force. What do you think of such a theory? I agree. I think yeah, EBA go, relies... Go back a week. <laughs> yeah, like we, we said something very similar to that. I think we're on the same page, Brian. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, just uh, the, the, the visuals in uh, uh, EBA just dominate too much. Yeah. Yep. And not just the visuals, you know, the top screen, which is safe to ignore, but the actual bottom screen. And we we made a very oblique reference to it, but then forgot to complain about the fact that my fucking hand is in the way of everything I need to see. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love the, that's one of the things I like about Rhythm Heaven is that nothing happens on that screen you're tapping. It is just a surface mm-hmm. to to do, just to tap. Like, it is a controller. Like, you know, games where you have to look at the controller, like, that doesn't, you know, there's a reason why that doesn't happen that often. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. As also, like, I also have that problem with um, with like iPhone games that require me to like just intuit what's happening underneath my finger on the screen. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure. Um, and you can you can really play the games that are. That's why I mean, iPhone games, iPhone action games don't work nearly as well as 
like slower text driven or RPG type games, mm-hmm. choice based games. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. Um, and I'll round us out with Daniel, who says via contact, something about these quirky rhythm games really puts off all of my game playing friends. I don't know if it's the tightness of the timings or the weird Japanese-heavy cultural references, but I just can't get my friends to love these games as much as I do. Elite Beat Agents feels like the more conventional rhythm game of the two. It's a lot like Rock Band for me in that I find the game almost easier to play on the harder difficulty levels because you're not skipping beats that you'd otherwise want to tap. The pinwheel mechanic is bullshit, and I miss it uh, almost as often as I nail it. EBA's stories are hilarious and fun, and the covers aren't good but they're not terrible either other than that eba was so much fun that i bought a copy of wenden one and two when i visited japan in 2008 uh despite not knowing japanese uh the convention set forth in eba allowed me to play those just as well rhythm heaven on the other hand is almost like a tech demo kind of game the WarioWare guys seem to be exclusively tasked with developing hardware-emphasizing games, and the Rhythm Heaven series appears to be developed along those lines. The music is all catchy, but the English covers of J-pop should probably just stay in Japanese so they don't sound quite so asinine. I strongly disagree, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No. Um, Love Lab, DJ School, and Lockstep are my musical favorites. Lockstep as a game is very hard. Um, and I could listen to those for hours. It's too bad that Nintendo never released a domestic soundtrack. I ended up buying the one. I ended up buying one on that same Japan trip. Both of these uh, series are absolutely joyous to play, and I buy each release as soon as they're released in the states. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I uh, the um, yeah, I agree on, with, with much of uh, what you said. Uh, what's interesting that uh, when you talk about the kind of Japanese heavy cultural references. And stuff, and that being a thing that turns people off, um, like I, I think that's true. I think that is a thing for for some. Um, these are the two games that I would give to somebody who was put off by those things. Oh yeah, so because I think this is this is that kind of strangeness at its most charming. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so strange, like in both of these, that it's actually hard for me to clock the uh, you know the culture that they're from in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, like it's it just it, it doesn't it stops being, you know, a Japanese thing. Um, and it just gets into like, hey, this is a thing that really has its own its own style and voice to it. And isn't that great? Yeah, totally. Um, it is it is it feels universal mm-hmm. uh in in its strangeness. Yeah. Like if in, in a way that like reminds me of like good kids TV. Yeah. I mean you know, like it <laughs> you, you universally weird and joyous and positive. You know, both of these yes. are incredibly positive games that feel like celebrations of uh, of music in their own right and yes. it's, i think that 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 kind of like separates out and like i would i would look askance at somebody who said oh that's too japanese for me because like again it's just entirely it, feel, it feels almost entirely divorced from its uh you know from its roots in it's, that i mean and part of that comes from like the fact that it's just it's it's super goofy fun mm-hmm. you know it's it's hard to think of this as as too seriously about anything mm-hmm. you know uh culturally i mean it is it has those kind of roots but it is more like uh you know, it is more just like silly, like like Adventure Time. Yeah, and it is what it reminds me of the most. Yeah, um, yeah. I should uh, when we're at the, the various expos we're going to in the next couple of months, I should keep an eye on uh, out for the Rhythm Heaven uh, prequel, the Japanese only. Oh yeah, one and see if I can find a copy of that. Like I'm sure I could emulate it, but mm-hmm. it'd be neat to have. Um, or the uh, the soundtrack as well. Oh, Which yeah, again, the... I can always listen to on YouTube, but it would be cool <laughs> to have a copy of as well. The soundtrack for sure. Um, the nice thing about Mega Mix is it, it, it brings in like some of the games that are new to me are actually from uh, from the first one. Mm. So, yeah. 
Did you uh, did you play very much of the Wii one? No, none at all. Okay, yeah, me either. So the, there's a lot of that's new to me in Mega Mix. Uh, people talk it up. They 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 explain it. Uh, or <laughs> they explain it to me as being yeah, good. Explain, <laughs> this is very good, Cole. <laughs> yes. Understand me now. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to kind of doing some rhythm heaven. Uh, kind of scouring mm-hmm. when I'm there because uh, it's so beautiful. Yep. It's nice to have a nice to have a target. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So thanks everybody. If you have anything to say about Fantasy Star for uh, the end of the millennium. Go mm-hmm. ahead and hit us up at duckfeed.tv forward slash contact. As we mentioned uh, last episode, that is the place for your responses. Yes. So please send them there. Please do. Um, additionally, uh, Toe Jam and Earl or Team Fortress 2. Also watch social, social media for uh, details on when uh, uh, when and where we're going to be doing the uh, the TF2 days. Yes. Um, this episode comes out. It's a you know a scant couple of months away from the Portland Retro Gaming Expo in case you're planning to travel out. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have you. Uh, every year it is a real good time. We have a big meetup. Um, we hang out at a booth. <laughs> um, it is it is a, a good even if we weren't there it is a fun cool time oh yeah um it is like the best old cool video game store that you've ever been into mm-hmm. you know it's like a city block of that um the uh it's gotten better even over the course of the time we've done it oh yeah uh, not just bigger but also like the music's at a reasonable volume <laughs> the dj shuts the fuck up yep <laughs> like, it's just uh there was the first year where it's like the guy is constantly doing uh station identification breaks mm-hmm. and uh it was excruciating and that's gotten so much better. Yep. Weirder video games, like it is a, also a you buy a pass this thing, you can just go there and play arcade games oh, for yeah. two days. Like it's it's so good. Guys, it's so good. <laughs> there's a there's a huge section of like board games you can rent out, like if you want to do tabletop stuff, they're trying to expand that part of things. Hmm. Like it is it is a really, really awesome event yeah and if you live anywhere near the pacific northwest like not only would we love to see you but even if you don't even say hi like if you're listening to this and you're like i don't even want to talk to those assholes um, i'd be really surprised about that but if that is the case um you know still go because i think you'll like it yeah just don't like throw eggs at us or anything don't throw anything at us um i i would have a, a hard time with that i have i have one of the uh the enforcer guys send you out we, we have a guy who like hangs out with you know says hi to us every year yeah uh coolest dude i've ever met who wears a kilt yep and uh and he will he will take you out we'll tell him you know he's, he's he gives us extra chairs when we need them and he gets rid of people we don't want to have around yeah he's our so. enforcer yep <laughs> so um yeah so, so yeah uh on that that ominous note, uh, <laughs> yeah, please come visit us. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to meet you. Fantastic. And like if, if you like elite beta agents, that doesn't mean you have to be scared of us in real life. Like we're actually very good and sweet. <laughs> I promise. Like we're actually really nice people. Um, At least Gary. So, yeah, I, I'm very nice. Cole uh, is, has been bogged down too much, and he's become bogged. <laughs> he says it's the a bog, bog. It's a bogged the, favorite. Yeah, he is. He's, he's a bog boy. <laughs> he's, he's a bogged bogged boy from Bogman. <laughs> Logging goes round and around. Ah, well, yeah. I think yeah. that's uh, I think that's about everything. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I don't know if we have any uh, any deleted scenes on this. We've been kind of all business. Uh, yeah, people here. have been kind of bemoaning that. But as we mentioned, uh, time has been super timey wimey this summer yep. and required increasing amounts of planning. Yep. So uh, not only are we recording a lot in rapid succession, which means there are less like real life things uh, to talk about. Um, you know, because I just talked cool. But also, like, we have to get things going because we're recording, you know, this is the third show, the second of three shows we're recording today. Uh, the second of five recording engagements I have today uh, for things. So it is, uh, it is just, it's a busy time. So there's less time for shooting the shit. Yep. So uh, apologies, but uh, maybe when things even out, possibly, maybe. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, good night. Good luck. Kumbasa. Las penis. 